Hey, thanks for joining us today to hear about what's going on at The Gap at Sawmill Meadow in South Fork, Colorado. If you or someone you love is between the ages of 18 to 23 years old and is considering a Gap experience for whatever reason, these episodes are created for you so that you have an idea of what this program is all about. Welcome to the Gap at Sawmill Meadow Be Who You Are podcast. Today, I am here with one of the mentors um, for one of the Gappers who is currently part of Herd One, uh, Laura Bond. Welcome, Laura. Hi, how are you, Tammy? I am good. So, Laura and I have known each other since Laura was little. Yeah, I, I don't even know. You know me since I was little. Yeah, I've known Laura since she was little. And then when she got bigger, (laughs) she used to babysit my kids. And now she's just a full-blown adult and friend. Um, And it's super cool to have her sitting here with me and just being a part of this um, program. It kind of makes me a little tear. I know. I was about to say, we can't be crying the whole time, Tammy. <laughs> Here um, we are. Man. Uh, Laura recently visited The Gap mentee for the very first yeah. time. So I really want to spend some time talking about that today. But before we go there, maybe tell us why you agreed to yeah. be a mentor and how did, what do you think? How do you feel qualified okay. to mentor somebody in their early 20s? Good question. So, yeah, I've, it's been 15 years since I started babysitting your kids, <laughs> which is wild. Um, it's hard for me to believe. But, yeah, when, when Tammy started talking about um, the gap and setting it up and what it was going to be like, um, it's super intriguing to me. I think it was a really um, – blurry concept in my head of what that was going to look like. And I'm not necessarily sure I thought I really had anything to offer as a mentor other than someone who is older than the people, the, the gappers. And I think that I assumed that it would immediately be like an instant, like, relationship with um, my gapper but that wasn't necessarily an immediate relationship I think that's how it's gone the whole time um you know at the beginning yeah maybe it's me telling you why I thought you were qualified (laughs) first of all as I mentioned Laura was a babysitter to my kids and so she, not only was she a babysitter, she was their favorite babysitter. <laughs> and they still, to this day, talk about things that Laura did with them when they were little, which is super cool. That's sweet. Yeah. yeah. You've also, you're also a retired former <laughs> school yeah, teacher. True. One of the things that I think um, I realized about myself like since starting with mentoring is that I did go into the career that I went to college for Mm -hmm. um, and since have changed careers. And I think I would tell a lot of people and have told a lot of people that when I was their age, I didn't, wasn't necessarily aware of all the options that were out there for me. I really just kind of thought like doctor, lawyer, you know, teacher, engineer, (laughs) just because of what I knew and... I, you know, kind of often think, you know, what if, 
what if I had pushed a little bit more, explored a little bit more? Um, so that's one of the one of the things that makes me interested in the gap too. Yeah. Do you regret going to school to become a teacher? I don't. No. I think um, I think part of my calling is teaching people, mm-hmm. um, and it was kids for a while, and I think. Um, God used me in that role and has since kind of called me to um, some different things in terms of the way that my emotional space is used on a weekly basis. But no, I don't, I don't regret it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't you think that a lot of people, like I feel like most people I meet change careers a few times throughout their lives? Yeah, I think it was modeled in my life by my parents. Um, my dad has changed careers several times and my mom stayed at home and then taught like later in life. And so I think to me, I expected to stay in the same career, but when I was ready to change, it wasn't necessarily a surprise. Yeah. 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 When you got to the gap, uh, you flew from Dallas into Colorado Springs, Colorado Springs, <laughs> rented a car, drove down t- towards South Fork because you met them at the Sand Dunes, which yeah. is a national park down in that area of Colorado. Um, talk to us a little bit about what you were thinking on your way there. Yeah. So on my way there, I think it dawned on me that I had no clue what I was about to arrive into. Um, I knew it as a concept, but then, you know, as I got there, I kind of thought, okay, what's this dynamic going to be like? You know, I'm walking into a group of two of our host couple and then our gappers, who's kind of in charge in this group, who is leading, you know, what we're doing next and where we're going next and all that sort of stuff. So walking into that, it was kind of like, I have no idea what's about to happen. Um, and then when I got there, I realized the adventure Saturday that I was there was a little bit different. But then waking up on Sunday morning and just like everyone was headed to church and was doing their own thing and, you know, had Sunday night group time scheduled, I just realized like, oh, they just live in South Fork. Like they're just doing life here in this dedicated way. Um, but it's not like they're at camp and it's not like they're, you know, at Pine Cove for an extended stay, like they're living and working and doing their lives in South Fork. Yeah. Yeah. As you spent, I guess you spent quite a bit of one-on-one time with, Mm um, Anna. Yeah. What was that like getting to kind of spend time with her in person versus the way that you guys have connected previously? Yeah. So typically we meet on, you know, a video chat every other week but yeah we spent a lot of time together in the car had several meals together um you know dinner breakfast just the two of us and so I think um the biggest difference was that with that was being able to read like body language like if something I said made her like body kind of cringe and like vice versa if she said something that I was kind of taken aback by or just was ready to like push back on, uh, we could like see that happen in each other versus just through the camera screen. So I think it made our conversations a little bit more impactful. Mm. Um, just being able to see like 
you know, if she's sharing something and I, I'm kind of like, oh, like leaning back in my chair, mm-hmm. you know, having those like cues of, oh, that didn't, you know, she didn't take that the way that I thought or <laughs> yeah. meant it or like um, just with like planning things for the future. Right. If I'm like taken aback by what she thinks or has to say or, or vice versa, getting to like react to that and dig deeper based on the body reaction, not just voice or face through. Yeah. How was it when you guys first connected? Yeah. um, So I got there and got out of the car and I was like, I mean, it was like Santa had arrived. (laughs) Like, um, Anna was super excited to see me, which was really, really sweet. And I was kind of taken aback. Um, I was really excited to see her too. Um, And then she was like really proud to introduce me to Mm -hmm. her, her friends, the other gappers and to Rob and Terry and, um, you know, kept saying, oh, this is my mentor, Laura. And I was like, wow, no one's ever introduced me like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I think that highlights how important these relationships are to the gappers. Um, They're people that number one, we trust as leaders of the organization and number two, I've taken the time to get to know them over video. And that's hard to do mm-hmm. consistently. Yeah. And I think there's just something special about connecting in person, like mm-hmm. for real. Yeah. What has that sure. done to y'all's relationship? Have y'all talked since? Mm-hmm. What yeah. has that done to the relationship since you left? Has there been any difference that you've noticed? Yeah, huge difference. I think, you know, I would consider myself an introvert and I know Anna would for sure say the same. And so I think sometimes for us, we're kind of like, okay, what do we talk about next? And there's maybe some dead space, which is fine. Um, But since then, I think we're both just more comfortable with each other. We know each other's rhythms a little bit more. You know, I can, I can say, hey, tell me more about that and wait for more to come um, versus just like, okay, let's move on to our next, you know, topic of discussion. Um, I I feel more comfortable, like, let's dig a little bit deeper on why you answered that the way that you did. Mm, That's good. That's good. That's super cool. Uh, Tell me just your impression of just the gap overall. Yeah. So so let me just say, like, (laughs) whenever uh, Laura came home, she sent just a very kind, um, thoughtful, email to me and Rob and Terry that really kind of blew me away because really until you're there on site, you don't have any idea what's happening. Mm -hmm. You don't realize that, oh, they're just living their normal lives Mm -hmm. in a somewhat, like you said, structured um, scenario or with an intentional scenario that allows for freedom, but also there's an obligation to, you know, grow closer to Christ yeah. Know yourself better, love your neighbor, all of those things. I don't know if you want to share a little bit about just your overall impressions of yeah. the gap, especially for people, parents or other new adults who might be thinking about something like this. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think what's been set up for these young adults in South Fork is is pretty incredible. It's this chance to to do life um, away from comforts of home, but still with a safety net. It has a structure, but it's not like a like a youth campy feel and vibe. Um, while I was there, one of the gappers was recognized at um, at church for being the barista at Tiny Timbers. 
one of the gappers was invited to play pickleball again this Thursday. One was asked to help with some yard work. We went out to dinner. One of the hike guides was our waiter. So it was it was just like kind of stunning to me. They've been there four wow. months at that point and they have made an impact in the community. And then the community has also made an impact on them, which is just really, really cool to see. And the encouragement I sent to the other mentors was like, keep pushing your your gapper because there's more to be done here. There's more that they can get out of it. And as they move into kind of these winter months and starting to think about what's gonna happen next, um, just kind of pushing them further towards, you know, have you solidified how you are going to continue to know God when you leave here? Have you solidified, you know, how you want your life to run once you live here? One thing I keep saying to Anna is like, this is your chance. These are your nine months to figure out how you want to do it. And if it doesn't go well here, you have a really small consequences. When you, when you get back to your real life, those could be way bigger consequences. So that was kind of the encouragement I sent to yeah. the rest of the mentors. And one of the biggest things to me, being a lover of Colorado, is just the opportunity that they have to be reminded of him every time they walk out the door. Right. Um, and when you live in a city and you have things that demand your schedule a lot more than, than what they have there, it's just harder to notice um, him in such an obvious way. Right. And then how we fit into that. Yeah. Yeah creative narrative Mm -hmm. it's so easy to see there yeah um and be in awe of it there Mm -hmm. and when here we're distracted by our schedule by the concrete by the yeah you know all of the things yeah so for sure and then I would say like for someone who's thinking about doing the gap or just even wants to know more about like who would be someone who would be a good fit um something Rob and Terry and I talked about is just like someone who's there to try new things whether that be in their relationship with the Lord or their relationship with those around them um, and just in the pace of their life like willing to say my son you know my Sunday afternoon is going to be outside hiking not sitting on the couch watching football or whatever Um, just someone that's like willing to say oh I'm I'm ready to like do something different for nine months and be all in and see what, you know, what, what the Lord can do with it in that time. Yeah. That's really good. Did you notice anything while you were there that you thought, Ooh, I wonder if they did this while they were here in Colorado that would enhance their time there? That's a good question. I think something that would enhance their time is, taking full advantage of what's right outside their door. The the lodge is very nice and they get a, a sweet little bedroom and living space and all of that. But especially the way the calendar is oriented at the Gap to be outside as much as they possibly can um, in the first few months, I think would be a big priority. Yeah. So you're just not going to get dedicated time like that probably the rest of your life. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, that's really good. If anyone listening is thinking about being a mentor, it has been such a like challenge to myself because I sit and tell Anna like, hey, let's think about doing this to 
make sure you're reading your Bible every day or, you know, have you spent time in prayer this week? Those are real like mirror type questions too, Mm. where I realize, oh, if I'm going to be advising or recommending or suggesting some of these practices, you know, that means I need to make sure I'm following through with those on my end too. So I think that's something unexpected um, that I've been able to take away from it. I think that's so good. And that's a conversation that Rob and Terry and I have had multiple times. Yeah. Is sometimes we think, I, I think this program was created for us to draw <laughs> us closer to the Lord. I don't actually like believe that's the sole reason it was created, but I think it mirrors what you were saying. Mm-hmm. Is It is causing us to really look in the mirror yeah. and determine, wait a minute, like these things are important mm-hmm. and how have they not been a part of my life or yeah. or things like that. Yeah. So I think that's really good. I think that's really good. I'm glad you were there. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad Thanks. you're part of the gap. I'm glad that you volunteer your time. It's meaningful. I hope you see how impactful it is to um and to the other gappers that are there too. So I continue to marvel at you and who you are, and I'm super thankful for you. (laughs) Thanks, Sam. I'm super thankful that Laura got to be here with me today, and you you can tell how much I love her by how I got so choked up at the end of the interview. Really thankful for her and for all of the mentors who are investing their time to know these new adults deeper and to grow closer to Jesus with them and to encourage them on a daily and weekly basis. Thanks for joining us at the Be Who You Are podcast with The Gap at Salmo Meadow. Hey, thanks for listening. If you would like to talk to one of us at The Gap, you can reach us at info at leanintothegap.org. We are a 501c3 organization and exist through donations from people and organizations that have a passion for the rising generation.